0: Welcome to the Martin Bailey Photography Podcast It's March 2 2020 and this is episode 697 I'm sitting here in my studio on the second day of March 2020 having just completed this year's three Japan Winter Tours despite this being the warmest winter for 60 years and having no snow for the snow monkeys on our first visit All in all, it turned out to be an awesome winter tour season and I have around 550 images from the three tours that I absolutely love It was not without its challenges and a great deal of luck helped to provide me and my groups with opportunities that I feel incredibly grateful for and I'm completely stoked that the participants on my tours managed to come away with many images that I know they'll treasure as much as I do mine. Choosing to update our iOS app, Photographer's Friend, between the second and third tours was a silly decision to make at such a busy time for me, but the changes I made were well worth it, and I've just finished writing an email to a listener that helped me to think of another tweak that I'm now itching to code, but I'm going to try my best to not let that rule me too much over the next few weeks, and my goal is to put out at least 5 episodes of the podcast this month, to make up for only releasing 2 each month for January and February, as I'm committed to releasing a minimum of 3 per month for our MBP Pro members, so let's get to it. We pick up the trail on February 2 as we arrived at Lake Cusharot to photograph the Hooper Swans. In this first image for today we see one of the two parents leading in four cygnets as they flew to the area where the beach is warm and the lake is usually thawed there for a strip from geothermal activity. It's nice to see the swans raising such large families Four is, I think, the most I've seen in one family here in Japan, though I have seen two adults with seven cygnets in a remote lake in Iceland, in 2015 or thereabouts. Usually these birds would land either on the ice of the frozen lake or in the thin strip of water thawed by the geothermal activity, but this year, having been warmer than usual, The lake was only frozen in a shaded corner that we visited first, and as you see in this next image, it was not frozen at all at this location. This is only the third time I've known the lake to not be frozen like this in the 17 years that I've been visiting Hokkaido in the winter. As I often say though, I enjoy making the most of the new opportunities that we're presented with as the status quo shifts and I can't help but think that this kind of winter is going to be less of an exception as global warming seems to be digging its claws into the planet. For this shot I pulled back on my Canon EF100-400mm lens opening it up to 100mm to include the wider group of birds but also pointed the camera upwards slightly to include the top of the mountains on the far side of the lake We also have that band of shimmering light along the horizon line that we often see caused by the cold air above the lake. In case you missed this, I'm no longer calling out all of my camera settings because the Meow Lightbox software that I'm using now displays this when you click the images and they just released an update that makes it even prettier than before. So don't forget to click on the images and take a look whenever you want to see the settings I used when shooting. You can see this week's blog post at mbp.ac 697. We also did our usual panning, with a 50th of a second shutter speed to capture the movement in the wings of these beautiful birds as they take off from the lake. This image is one of my favourites from Tour 1, The head is slightly soft but I love the look of the wings in this shot and the wake in the water as the swan runs through it really appeals to me. There is also a bit of warm light of the sunset reflecting in the water giving it a pinkish look and the top of the frame is slightly darkened from the reflection of the mountains on the distant shore of the lake and that helps to keep the eye in the image. We cut our swan time a little short on this trip so that we could spend more time with the cranes as we'd been delayed in Tokyo due to bad weather in Hokkaido So, we'll move on now, to the last major leg of the tour as we move to the fishing town of Laosu for the sea eagles As usual though, on our way out of town we stopped briefly at Iyozan or Sulphur Mountain for our group photo and to quickly shoot the apocalyptic fumaroles there There was only a slight breeze when we visited so the steam hung around for longer than usual making the timing more critical to enable us to actually get a view of the sulphur stained fumaroles As I prepared for this episode I looked through my sea eagle shots and found myself left with 160 images that I'd be happy to share It was a bumper crop for sure Out of these, I selected my favourites and still found myself with 36 photos. I don't want to bore you with shot after shot of sea eagles, as magnificent a bird as they are. So, I'll skip the first day of eagles, and we'll come back to them in a moment. On our second visit to the Nutsuke Peninsula, while in Daosu, we were able to photograph this beautiful, proud-looking northern red fox, sitting on top of some tetrapods. This is one of the only fox photos from both trips that I was happy with I like the almost coordinated dried flowers against the patch of snow and the nice clean coat on this fox is nice too I'm not sure if it's some sort of mange but many of the foxes on the peninsula currently have no fur on their tails or just a tuft on the end so we found ourselves giving them names like Pencil Tail and Pipe Cleaner, which is kind of sad. The following morning we went out on the new boat that the company we use had just put into service, which was quite an honour. The owner of the company had rushed things through so that we could be the first. The dawn shoot is when the eagles are most hungry, although it does leave us somewhat short of light so much of the work is done with high ISO, starting at 6,400 or sometimes higher, but then quickly trying to get that down while increasing the shutter speed to a 1,600th of a second to freeze the action. Ideally, I like a slightly deeper depth of field, but f8 is just about enough to get the bulk of the bird in focus. The catch with the splash of water as the fish is pulled from the sea is one of my favourite shots, but I also really like the pose in this next image as the stellar sea eagle approaches the fish and raises his talons at the last moment This is probably one of the most difficult images to get with the EOS R because the frame rate is too slow to rely on simply mashing down on the shutter button hoping to capture this moment in a burst I literally have to watch and release the shutter as this happens so most of the time, this is the first shot I get, followed by something like the previous shot. Without doubt, my favourite photograph of the trip is this next one, which I shot at the end of the third eagle shoot on the third and final day in Daosu. We pulled the boat up alongside the key wall, and, because that has snow on it, the light is bounced back onto the underside of the eagles, putting them in beautiful light. I was really close to the bottom of the tail in this shot so I've cropped it in a little bit from the top too to balance it out but I love the detail in this image and how the flight feathers are spread as he tries to control his flight so close to the wall I find myself drawn towards the stellar sea eagle as it really is an awesome looking bird but we'll wrap up the sea eagle shots with this one of a white-tailed eagle Also above the key wall moments later, as he swoops down to grab the fish that the boat operators threw up onto the wall to attract the eagles. I like how the fine falling snow is visible in this shot, and I love how we can see the faint shadow of the eagle cast into the snow below it. After our final eagle shoot we checked out of our hotel and made our way around the base of the Shiratoko Peninsula and back up to Utoro on the other side for our final night and a bit of relaxing landscape work before we fly home Here is one of the shots of the top of the Oshin Koshin Falls I often make my photos of these falls black and white because there's usually a lot of black rock showing through but on this visit the back of the falls was also frozen, and, perhaps it was light bouncing around from that ice, but the ice around the falls was glowing with a beautiful faint glacial blue that I had not seen before, and I certainly didn't want to remove it, so this year's shot stays in colour. As usual, I recorded a comment from each of the participants as we ended the tour, which I'll include for you now. Okay, so here we are at the end of the first of the two wildlife trips for 2020 and we're going to go around the bus and get a comment from each of the participants so Fahad would you like to say a few words hello and my name is Fahad from Kuwait Uh, I am happy in uh, working with Mr. Martin in uh, Hokkaido in Japan snow monkey very very professional and uh, good information and good place and good um, hotels thank you Mr. Martin thank you thank you Hi, I'm Anil from California and this is my first trip to winter photography in Japan and it was really great to have Martin around call out the ISOs for us with the f-stops and shutter speed. It definitely helped me get much better pictures and I would definitely recommend the trip. Okay, thank you. Hi Lynette from um, South Australia. Um highly recommend uh, this trip. I had a fabulous time, um, first time in Japan, and I look forward to coming back. Thank, Thank you, Martin. Thank you. Nancy. Hi, I'm Nancy from Columbia, South Carolina, United States of America, and I had a wonderful time on Martin's wildlife tour of Japan, and everything went smoothly, professionally, and Yukiko took great care of us getting some arrangements at the last minute, uh-huh. and everything was wonderful. I, I too, highly recommend it. Oh, thank you very much. So, Pamela. Hi, I'm Pamela Wagner from USA, Colorado, and um, Martin has taken my photography to a whole whole new level. He's very patient and very knowledgeable and I highly recommend his tours. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Sarah, <laughs> come on. I'm Sarah Zalen from Colorado, my first time on one of Martin's trips and there I will be on another one. He's a great teacher, he's very patient and a great sense of humor. Oh, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. So, who wants to go? Tony, do you want to go? Okay. Um, I'm Tony from Australia um, I think Martin's course his course is um, very well structured you start off with the snow monkeys work your way up to the sea eagles and you end up taking photos that you never thought you'd be able to uh, do beforehand I highly recommend it Oh thank you very much yeah. Bill Jocomson from California I enjoyed the wildlife the Martin got to us, but I also enjoyed the Japanese culture and the insight that we got from that. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you. Okay, Hi, this is Pamela from Australia. Uh, This is my third tour with Martin, and uh, this trip to Japan has been the most extraordinary opportunity to photograph Japan's magnificent wildlife and environment, and I couldn't recommend it more highly to you. It's also been great fun. Oh, good stuff. Thank you. Connie, like to say a few words. Okay. Hi, I'm Connie from San Francisco, California, and it's my first tour with uh, Martin, and he's really organized and includes so much wildlife. And more importantly, I'm going to go home with, with some really good um, technical skills to improve my photography. Oh, thank thank you. you. Thank you, Sue. Yeah, hi, um, Sue from Melbourne, Australia. We did the wildlife sorry, the landscape tour a couple of weeks ago, so now on the wildlife one. Um, both tours had a great mix of Western and Japanese accommodation and food, which was, which was unexpected, so mm. that was lovely. From photography point of view, um, Martin was there to answer all our questions. Now I can shoot on manual, which I couldn't do before. Oh, brilliant. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, stunning winter scenery and wildlife. Um, cranes were an absolute favorite here. And also thanks to Yukiko and also yeah. our driver. Okay, thank you very much, Martin. Ah, uh, Mark Pearson from, from Victoria, Australia, second tour <coughs> with Martin, following on from the landscape tour. Had a great time. We saw great wildlife from the monkeys through the cranes, whooper swans, and topping it all off, shooting eagles out on the bay, which was just fantastic. it had been a great experience, and all the time you're learning about how to use your camera a, a lot better than than when you started. And the accommodation we had, couldn't ask for better. It was really well done. Okay. Thank you very much. Hi, I'm Rob from San Francisco. I agree with everything everybody else said already. <laughs> I'm the, the, <laughs> the last in the tour here. Um, I sat behind Martin on the bus, and uh, I gotta say that uh, Martin uh, answered all my millions of questions with patience which was just great, and I was worried, worried, worried about the sea eagles being seasick on the boat, but that didn't happen, and uh, it was a great ride, and great photos. Thank you. Thank you. Yukiko, you to say something? Hi. Yes, I'm Yukiko from Yokohama. First of all, I would like to say thank you very much for every guest uh, for your understanding and great help. To me, thank you very much. It's, you helped everybody, thank you for everything you <laughs> did. Thank you, you do. very much. Okay, so, unless finally our driver down here, one last time, let's, let's give our driver a round of applause for being great. <laughs> okay, thank you, folks. <laughs> it was great to hear from everyone there. Thanks so much for your kind words, folks. This year was actually the last time for now that I plan to run the second tour that we'll talk about next week because some of the locations that we visit are now so crowded that I don't think it really works at the moment. Because of that, the one trip that I am planning in 2021 is already full and I have now started to take bookings for the 2022 Snow Monkeys and Hokkaido Tour and Workshop. I will decide whether to make the third Japan winter tour a wildlife or landscape trip based on information I gather in the coming months, but I am doubtful that it will be a wildlife tour. So, if you would like to join me in Japan for the winter wildlife, please check out the details at mbp.ac/ww2022. Or if you are listening to this way into the future, Check out the most recent available tours in the Tours and Workshops menu at the top of the page at martinbaileyphotography.com. Thanks very much for listening today. If you enjoy this podcast, please share a link with your friends. Subscribe in iTunes or your favourite podcast programme to ensure uninterrupted delivery. If you have a moment to rate the podcast or leave us a review in iTunes, that helps to keep us relevant in the huge number of podcasts out there now. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn and links to everything I'm up to are at martinbaileyphotography.com. so do drop by and take a look. I'll be back next week with another episode but in the meantime you take care and have a great week whatever you're doing. Bye bye.